welcome to the APA podcast episode 9. I'm Ilsa and today I'm joined by Anna D'Angelo, the Technical Director at the Australian Asphalt Pavement Association. Anna, welcome to the APA podcast and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Ilsa. It's great to be here. So can you tell us what is your professional background and how did you come to be part of APA? Uh, yes, well, that's a long story. Uh, I am a civil engineer uh, and I did my thesis in Italy. Um, and the, the purpose of um, uh, the, the research was to look uh, um, for the properties of uh, bitumen. And uh, I wanted to see whether I could find a test method to uh, identify the durability of bitumen. And also whether I could find a distinguish between bitumen being manufactured uh, from different refining processes. Uh, and, and actually to understand how the refining process would affect the performance of bitumen. So after I completed my research, I joined uh, an oil company. So I worked in a refinery and that was really interesting. I loved being in that environment and understand how all the refining processes work. Um, so then I moved on uh, and I joined uh, a company that uh, um, they manufactured uh, polymer modified bitumen and uh, bitumen emulsions. And I was involved uh, in a technical and kind of marketing role because uh, my role was to uh, promote the use of uh, polymer modified bitumen and the use of uh, bitumen emulsions uh, to road agency who uh, didn't know much about it and then give a technical assistance to contractors doing the, the work. Uh, then uh, um, moving on, I worked for also a construction company and um, I was involved uh, in a very big project in Italy, uh, which was um, uh, the construction of the high speed rail network. Um, and then, uh, you know, after that, uh, I thought I had enough and uh, I'm ready for the next adventure. And that's why when I left uh, Italy and uh, I moved to New Zealand. And uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I stayed in New Zealand for 10 years. And there I worked for uh, two of the major contractor, contractors. I worked for, before, uh, first one, Downer. Uh, and uh, there I was looking after all the research and development projects. And um, I was deeply involved uh, in the um, development of um, what you, you may know, the new generation of emulsions or tixotropic emulsions. And the reason for that was to um, look at a safer alternative to hot cutback bitumen. So uh, to, to be able to offer that, uh, we needed to um, develop a new um, type of emulsion where uh, we could overcome the limitation of traditional emulsions such as um, you know, runoff, uh, a longer cure time or poor storage, storage stability. So we successfully did that and now these emulsions are widely used in New Zealand by Downer. And, uh, you know, after eight years with Downer, I had the opportunity to 
um, join Futtenhagen and uh, I worked for Futtenhagen for about two years. Uh, um, I was in Auckland in the uh, Futtenhagen laboratory and um, my role was a bit different. I was the bind technical manager and uh, I was uh, still uh, um, involved in some of the research and development projects, but primarily my role was to look at the department, at the laboratory, so look at the financials, and also look after uh, my team. So it was more you know, financial and, uh, and people management. And then, uh, yeah, and then after that, uh, I decided to, you know, I was ready for the next uh, chapter. Uh, decided to, you know, join uh, APA and move to Australia. Um, and yeah, I've been uh, now here in uh, uh, Australia with APA for uh, about one year because I moved uh, at the end of uh, July. And um, yeah, I'm based in Brisbane, so I'm enjoying the nice uh, weather and sunny Brisbane. Sounds wonderful. And your role with APA is as the technical director. Can you tell me more what the focal points are for flexible pavement construction? Yes, well, this is a great question, Elsa. Um, you know, there, there are many activities and research programs um, going on that are looking at the, you know, how we can improve the durability of our pavements. So how can we extend the lifetime of our pavements and at the, and the same time uh, reuse material and recycle waste, uh, you know, such as wrap or crumb rubber, plastics. And this, all these activities are very well aligned with the vision of the circular economy. And, uh, you know, we discussed some months ago, I did a presentation on circular economy. And essentially, the vision of circular economy is to minimize the use of natural resources, is to choose products that last longer, and then also reuse and recycle waste materials. And essentially, waste is seen as a resource. So it's no longer a waste, but it's a new resource. And so if you look at, um, uh, for example, the use of rape, um, there is an increased use of rape. And this application is widely used internationally and has grown significantly in the last 25 years uh, with rape content varying from 10 to even 90%, depending on mixed designs. And here in Australia, all new asphalt has an increasing uh, percentage of rep. Um, most specification allow for the routine inclusion of 15% and the higher percentage uh, to 40% with some uh, additional uh, um, uh, design conditions. Now the other one is uh, crumb rubber. Uh, you know, and apart from uh, the cost uh, to community and the government, uh, uh, through littering our environment and taking up uh, landfill space, uh, the end-of-life tires can also be a um, source of uh, health and environmental concerns. And uh, we've seen that there, there's been a lot of research and national and international literature approves that utilizing crumb rubber is a high value 
product and that can not only address the um, environmental issues, but can also provide benefits to the pavement because it can extend, improve the durability and the performance of seals and asphalt. And so, and we are seeing an increased use of crumb rubber in Australia. And there are many research projects to promote even more the use of the, the end of life in the, start, the tires. Now, another one that I want to mention, which is of great interest, and it discussed worldwide is plastics. And there have been some trials in Australia by APA members that have involved the use of different type of plastics. And, uh, and I want to mention that APA is uh, collaborating with research bodies uh, on uh, research to investigate the use of plastics in Australia because uh, the knowledge uh, is still limited. Um, and of course, uh, you know, this doesn't preclude uh, the good work that um, you know, um, has been done so far by our members, but it just wants to address all the uh, concerns that have been raised uh, in regards to uh, what is going to be the performance of the pavement or what about the health and safety implication and also importantly what about the reusability so when we are going to use uh, asphalt when we are going to use rape that includes this material how is it going to perform so can we use it so this is very interesting now, the other point that I want to mention is about, um, which is really important, that is about the national harmonization of test methods and the specification across all Australia. And, uh, and the, the, the reason for that is because uh, by eliminating local and less used test methods, uh, industry can actually focus on a continual improvement of selected national test methods and therefore you know this would um, uh, ensure improvement of test accuracy and precision and so you know this would benefit the you know process control and product acceptance so you know it's in it's 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 a very important point um, and then lastly um, development of national performance based specification where we look at the fundamental engineering properties uh, of, of material that are, can give us an indication of performance. So, you know, as I said, there are many activities happening. Uh, and I guess, uh, you know, the goals are ex to extend the durability of pavements, increase the use of valuable materials like rep, and use safely waste products without compromising the performance of the pavements. And recently you wrote an article about intelligent compaction. Can you tell me more about what that is and what the benefits are? Oh, this is a, this is a, a topic that I'm very interested in. And, uh, and yes, I wanted to share uh, about this technology and, uh, and the benefit that it could bring. Um, essentially intelligent compaction refers to the compaction of road materials, uh, such as soils, aggregate base, and, uh, and asphalt. And, uh, and this is done by using uh, uh, modern rollers 
which are equipped with an in situ measurement system and feedback control. So essentially, these uh, intelligent rollers uh, continuously record the number of roller passes. They have a GPS location so they can track where they are along the project and they can measure the temperature, the surface temperature. Uh, and they also record uh, um, a value measurement which is known as ICMV, which is Intelligent Compaction Measurement Value, um, which is related to the mechanical and physical properties uh, of the asphalt, uh, such as stiffness of the asphalt. So in a, in the, the combination of this equipment technology and the data that is collected during this operation ensures that uh, um, we can achieve optimum compaction and uniformity. And because there is a, a continuous monitoring of the operation and then for, you can adjust um, the compaction effort and uh, you, know, you can uh, improve the consistency of, 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 of your work. And, and for the benefit, you know, contractors and road agency can measure in real time the material properties. And, and also an important point is pre-mapping. Um, so you can pre-map the existing support layers prior to place the asphalt. And therefore you can, uh, it will help to identify any soft spots and therefore you know, make any corrective actions before you put the asphalt. And so you can address any potential issues at the start instead of having you know, the problem later. Um, and there are um, many several documented benefits of intelligent compaction. Uh, but first of all, um, is the fact that uh, the consistency, you, the consistency is improved and, um, and in this way, this would lead to an improved quality of the construction outcome. So there is improved uniformity, uh, as I said, improved efficiency of the compaction process, which can result in cost savings for contractors and road agencies. And, and also, you know, you collect a large amount of data and, 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 and therefore, you know, you have uh, uh, improved documentation of the compaction process. And, and, and lastly, uh, also the potential to reduce uh, the destructive compliance testing. So I understand that intelligent compaction to be an important process in roadway construction. Can you tell me why? Uh, look, this is a, a technology that uh, offers the uh, opportunity, as I said, to improve consistency. consistency. And, uh, and, and, and so consequence, uh, quality, and increase the pavement durability. Um, now, com compaction is one of the most important process in, uh, in road construction. And, uh, and achieving uniformity and consistency, it is a key of, for a successful compaction. Uh, normally what we do for quality control, uh, we perform spot test, or we take out cores, from the pavement, but this gives us just a, um, an indication of one part of the pavement. You don't have the full picture and also 
you might not have all the information that you need while you are compacting the material. You know, when conventional roller compaction app, when the conventional rollers, um, the roller operators doesn't have feedback on what is actually happening uh, to the material being compacted. And, uh, and so the, the traditionally the operator needs to um, just rely on experience. They need to rely on the application of pre-established roller patterns and also the use of spot tests that measure density at you know, um, certain location. And while with the uh, intelligent compaction, uh, there is a full coverage of the pavement. And, and, the, and, and importantly, the operator has um, real-time monitoring. So he knows about the temperature, he knows where he's at uh, along the, the, the site, he, he knows the compaction efforts, and so he can make any um, adjustment and corrections while he's working. Um, and, and, and he has, as I said, a real-time um, feedback because he actually um, he has a display where you know with different colors uh, he knows uh, how many passes uh, has done um, and and how he's going along to this project. Uh, um, he monitors the increase in layer stiffness and therefore um, it, this ensures that there is a uniform coverage during the process. Mm. And how how is this process being developed and taking up internationally and what are the next steps for APA? Oh, this is a great question. Um, look, first of all, this intelligent compaction technology is not new because uh, it was developed uh, in the 70s in Europe. And uh, it was initially for uh, improving soil compaction. And, uh, and then after a successful application of this technology for soil compaction, it has increasingly um, got the attention of the pavement industry. But it's uh, just uh, perhaps 20 years ago that um, new development and new research started. And, um, and especially in the United States, it was, uh, uh, I think it was around the 2008, 2010, where uh, the Federal Highway Administration uh, funded a um, um, big research project um, to accelerate the implementation of this technology. And they, the primary purpose was to demonstrate and evaluate this technology through uh, multiple field projects. And uh, 13 states participated and um, you know it was successful, and uh, and as a result of that, um, currently there are over thirty states that have implemented the intelligent compaction specification. And uh, you know uh, we have seen this technology, and we believe that uh, it can offer the opportunity to improve the quality and the uh, outcome of the construction process and therefore increase the durability of pavement. And, um, and yeah, and, and in Australia, I know that um, transport and main roads in Queensland are working in this space. Uh, there has been a project undertaken by NACO 
to look into um, the use of intelligent compaction for soil compaction. And um, there have been uh, some trials uh, uh, to monitor that. And uh, a, a more trials will be organized uh, later on, uh, more specifically on asphalt compaction. I'm aware that some contractors have already been um, trialing um, this technology to you know, get an understanding and get uh, um, you know, confident in the use of all the technology. But yeah, I think you know, it's starting to, um, in, in Australia, it's starting to um, gain some uh, you know, interest. And so APA is uh, facilitating a masterclass about intelligent compaction. Can you tell me more about that? Oh, yes, I'm very excited about this masterclass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, first of all, this is my first masterclass. Uh, you know, I'm still new to APA, so this is <laughs> my first one. Uh, so very interesting and challenging. And uh, also, it's the first one, uh, the virtual masterclass. Mm. Uh, so, you know, with um, added complexity, uh, so fingers crossed that the technology will support us. Um, also because uh, we're going to have international speakers. Um, so we have people from the States. And uh, so we've got uh, George Chang uh, from Texas and uh, Sohail Nazarian, who is a professor at Texas University. Um, Rebecca Embaker, who is the, uh, one of the engineers in the Minnesota Department of Transport. And, uh, and she's going to share their journey. They've been working on the implementation of this technology for uh, over 10 years. And uh, so and, and Minnesota is one of the leading states uh, in terms of intelligent compaction. So she's going to talk about um, the, the reason why they started the journey and the, and the, and, and the reason why, um, you know, they, the benefits that they had found while using the technology. Um, so, and then there will be Jeffrey Lee from ARB. So he's been, uh, is the leader um, in the, the NECO project uh, that I mentioned before. So he's going to give us an update of the research pro project and what is next. So essentially in this masterclass, there will be the opportunity to uh, interact with these uh, leading experts to um, you know, understand uh, um, what we could actually do here in Australia, how to do it. Uh, you know, they've been working on this uh, um, technology for many years. Uh, and uh, um, so what can we do to do it right um, without uh, uh, having to wait uh, 20 years uh, you know, to, to actually use it? And so the masterclass is actually um, um, divided into sessions. There will be a first session um, where we are going to you know, talk with these people and then listen to their experience and ask uh, questions. And then the second one, um, which is going to be on the um, Vita software, uh, it's a training on the Vita software, um, and this uh, software is uh, uh, fundamental, is a, a fundamental part of the all the system, because essentially what it does, it um, 
takes all the data that is collected uh, on site by the different type of rollers and it transforms, it converts all this data into useful information. Um, and so I would invite people to join this session as well, even if uh, you know, they might not be um, involved in, the, in using the, the software uh, itself, but it is, um, or they might be scared to you know, uh, be challenged and, and get the training. But the point is that this uh, um, session, which is only um, you know, less than three hours, um, is the purpose is to uh, actually show what uh, you can get and uh, actually show how to um, you know use the data uh, for for your project so you know all the information that you can actually um, collect and, and use so I would really encourage that to um, people to um, attend um, and, and in addition for the Vita software, this is uh, uh, a now a standardized tool required in uh, um, uh, the Federal Highway Administration and also the ASHTO specification. Uh, and it is increasingly adopted by the Department of Transport in, uh, in America. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, um, we need to have this and we need to understand how it works to have the full picture of the technology. Yeah, a wonderful lineup of facilitators and sounds like it's going to be a wonderful masterclass. I am looking forward to attending. Thank you so much for your time and for your knowledge. Um, Anna, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you very much. It's, it's uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the APA podcast, a platform for sharing knowledge and information through conversation within the flexible pavement industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you would like to be part of this podcast, please get in touch with us via our website, www.aapa.asn.au.